there's a fine line, and he's not anywhere near it. Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, Max the Brave, by Ed Veer, published by Sourcebooks Jabberwocky. In Max the Brave, we follow a cat named Max on his quest to identify and then chase a mouse. Will this cat's primal instincts kick in as soon as he spots one? Or will he run the other way because he's a big pussy? Well, bring some cheese. I think this cat is going to need a little help. Grab your books if you got them, and let's get cooking. We begin on a blank page, looking at a crude drawing of an animal. Great. It's one of those books that has childlike drawings. Anyone can do this. How do these guys get book deals? It's like if the LA Lakers signed Kevin James for hundreds of millions of dollars to be their starting point guard. Nobody would show up to watch that. Though, it would make a great movie. You heard the idea first here, folks. Anyway, Ed introduces us to Max and says that people think Max looks cute. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder, I guess. Certain people in Max's life force him to dress up and make him wear bows. Is it his mom or his wife? Whoever it is, we know it's gotta be a lady. You're going like that? Put something nice on and comb your hair. That's better. Don't you clean up well. Now put this tie on. Like most guys, Max hates it, and he explains he's got more important things to do. Quote, Because Max is a fearless kitten. Max is a brave kitten. Max is a kitten who chases mice. End quote. We get it. He's a kitten. Thanks for clearing that up. For a second there, I thought he was a cat burglar in a black bodysuit. Or Justin Trudeau going to a Halloween party. You know if you have to tell us Max is a kitten, then you know your drawings are bad. And Ed is clearly insecure about it, because he repeats it over and over again to drill it into our heads. Max claims he chases mice, but right after, he admits he has no clue what one looks like. If this cat isn't a bullshitter, I don't know who is. Oh, totally. I'm a huge wine guy. I thought about being a Somalian. Oh, the tannins. Mmm, peanut no ire? Never heard of it. What's that? Thus begins Max's hunt to find out what a mouse looks like. Well, that's easy enough. If you want a good look, hang outside of Popeye's at 3 a.m. in the morning in downtown Chicago. Food's on! Mmm, mmm, eat up! Max starts out looking in an empty can of beans. You know, the one you find around a hobo campfire. He's getting warm. He then asks a fly if it's a mouse. And the fly's like, Hell nah. But I saw one running that way. So Max heads over to a goldfish and repeats the question. Again the fish says, Psh, nope. And tells him the mouse is heading that way. So he repeats the process, asking a flock of birds and then an elephant. This cat is getting colder and colder. And on top of that, he's giving himself away that he has no clue. If you're planning on chasing and tormenting something, why would you ask if they're who you're looking for? Everyone's gonna deny it. Hey, I was thinking about robbing you. You look like the kind of guy who wears an expensive watch. 
What person in their right mind would respond? Why, yes, I'm that guy. Next up, a rabbit. He's getting warmer again. Oh, ooh, he's hot. Quote, Hello there, are you a mouse by any chance? Who, me? No, certainly not. I'm a monster, squeaks Mouse. But I did just see Mouse asleep over there. Dot, dot, dot. End quote. Called it. What did he expect? Classic Switch identity play. He was so close, yet so far. Wait a minute. Why does this joke feel almost exactly like a previous book we reviewed called The Garuffalo? On episode 149. Oh, that's because in that one, a mouse protects itself by using a monster to scare off other predators. Slight difference. Max just so happens to come across a sleeping monster and assumes it's a mouse. What an idiot. Max does one dumb thing after the next. He tells the monster he's going to chase him and then jumps on its face to wake it up. He's like the five foot two chick at the bar, picking a fight with the towering dude in the corner, who just so happens to be an MMA fighter. My boyfriend's gonna beat you up. No, I'm not. Eventually the monster wakes up, and I think you can deduce what happens. The monster eats Max, similar to Kobayashi in a hot dog eating contest. Luckily, he didn't bite down. He just swallows him whole. And we can see Max sitting in the monster's stomach like, Who turned the lights out? Well, he's got to come out one way or another. But it's not the way you would assume. Like the snowman in yesterday's book, this monster's got a case of the sniffles. And sneezes a big sneeze. And Max comes flying out. He sneezed so hard, he threw up. I've never seen that before. Welp, Max calls it a day after that one. I think you'd have to after that. There's nothing wrong with going home and cleaning yourself up. Though, he's going to need a little more than a bar soap and a washcloth to get all those juices off of him. Apparently this interaction causes Max to give up on his goal rather quickly, saying, chasing mice isn't all that fun. And then he says something along the lines of, being brave is tiring. Not really the message you want to send to anyone. No one likes a quitter. Was Max really ever brave though? Dumb, yes. Brave? I don't know. What the hell? What did I just witness? Am I seeing what I think I'm seeing? He's just going to sleep without taking a bath. He doesn't even wash his paws. That takes wallowing in filth to a new level. This cat needs help. And the tale ends on Max discovering he likes to chase what he calls monsters. So, mice. He's picking on someone a quarter his size. Again, how brave is that? I'd stay far away from this guy, not just because he smells. What's the moral to this book, you ask? It's, there's a fine line between stupidity and bravery. That being said, this cat was way over the line and firmly planted on the side of stupidity. Max didn't know which way was up. He couldn't even tell the difference between a monster and a mouse. And the story confirms he's a coward at the end when he runs from the monster that's bigger than him, but chases the mouse that's slight in stature. Being brave can be a lot of things, but in this case, it'd be taking on a creature that's bigger than him to help someone. And I didn't see anyone who needed any help. Max is the definition of a bully and a coward. So what do I think of Ed's work? Well, I think he got inspiration for the joke from The Garuffalo. But 
Make no mistake, this work was all his own. Though I will say, I grew frustrated with his portrayal of the protagonist. Max isn't all that likable. While the ending is somewhat funny, it's also sad. He could have just ended it with Max not liking mice, and the joke would have been fine. I know I should be happy because Ed did make this story concise, but I'm left wanting a bit more. Ditto for his illustrations. They were simplistic, a little too simplistic for me. In what world is this cat living in that he was able to come across a goldfish, an elephant, and then a monster? I might have had more of a clue if the background wasn't just a solid color. As for his depiction of Max, it was what it was. Some may find it relatable because they could draw him. Myself, I'm just not impressed. Ed had one goal in mind when creating this. To base a story around a simple joke of a cat not knowing what a mouse was. For the most part, the joke did land. But it left me with one question. What the hell does this have to do with bravery? So on a scale from 1 to 5, I'm giving this book a 3.1. I'll have a heap and helpin', and if another person sneezes, I'm about this bitch. This goose is cooked. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.